So here you are on the Grammys, where you got all your young pop stars and the biggest pop stars, and you're singing Blacked Out, Pop Queen, Amphetamine, The Screams Crashed Into Silence, Tapped Out, Doused in Gasoline, The High Times Going Timeless, Decadence, Death of the Innocence, The Pathway Starts to Spiral, Infamy, All for Publicity, Destruction Going Viral. Is that the same song? Yeah. Yeah. He's just singing random songs. <laughs> I'm just, I'm poetic, <laughs> Mike. No, it's a Britney Spears song. That's what we call um, spoken word. Yeah. <laughs> and I just freestyled some spoken word. Um, Lou, can you put some rap behind that? <laughs> can you drop the beat? <laughs> drop the beat, I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah! 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 I watched your uh Black Jam Pop Queen and Fuddlemean the Scream Crashed into Silence Boy <laughs> Yeah The whole point being is, I think he was thinking differently. I think Gandhi was too, right? I mean... Ah, Gandhi was a bum. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jimbo, oh how God. we doing? What are you guys Welcome talking to. about? This has to be Ken. Do not... This has to be Ed. All right, well... <laughs> we're all here today. Almost yeah. all here. Yeah. Our usually crew... Our, one of our original crews. We have uh, Joe. Joe's here. Hello. With Dr. Amy, with his wife, Amy. Shrink Amy. What do we? I think Amy, the shrink. Amy the shrink. Amy the shrink. Mike. Yo, yo. Deanna, who's hey. disabled. Disabled <laughs> Deanna. <laughs> and Mr. Bill, who's a newcomer. What's going on? And not, oh, no, Mr. No, Bill. Right. No, this is a total newcomer. <laughs> what brings one. Bill here tonight? He brought dropping, a bass here. I was dropping a bass off of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just coming out to drop oh. some stuff off. Now, uh, I walked in here, and you guys were all in this deep conversation. I don't know what you were talking about, but all I know is uh, you're talking about... Like oh, that. God. No, I, I can't talk about this. Could I? It sounds, I would love it. It really? sounds I'd like... Love to, I'd love to also... I'd love to do this with any psychic. Yes. I'd love to sit in a room with the person that wants to be with the psychic and me have an hour with them. <laughs> And the psychic be with me. And I guarantee you, I get more out of them. And I'm able to predict more. Uh-huh. Hands down. I would love to see that. I would yeah. love to. I'll, I'll Let's definitely get a psychic do that. Out. I'll put that challenge out there right now. If you're a psychic. <laughs> wow. And you want to come. And if I you If idea. you want to challenge me. And come to Chester. You come to Chester. Or if I'm on the road. I know a couple psychics in Chester. We can get them out here. Oh, get them out that. here. And we'll do. Pick the. Pick a Shouldn't they know that we're coming? Yes. <laughs> they, pick a right complete outside. stranger. Right. It's gotta right. be somebody you don't Did you know. Hear right. the door yeah, right. If they were a good psychic, they'd be at the door walking into this <laughs> podcast. A complete stranger yeah, yeah. and sit him down and let's we won't two different I'm first, they're for whoever. Doesn't matter. And we'll see who gets what. That's cool. You sound like Harry Houdini. No. I sound like common sense. Well, that's what he people did. That he, his, Harry Houdini's goal in life was to debunk psychics. Like Penn and Tellers. Like yeah. his. Well, it's, psychics are nothing but, you, when, you look at a, when you look at a person, you know how many people I come up to, I see their eyes, I see their face, I see their demeanor, and you can already see a, a death, a, 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 a if they just recently went through death, if they went through a breakup, if they're going through heartache, and they're dying to speak and let that pain out. Mm -hmm. So it's only a matter of chipping away the stone mm. where, you know how many times I went, you went through some serious stuff recently. How could you tell? Mm. Right. Well, wait, wait, I can so tell just by the way you're talking. Mm -hmm. um, wow, you lost. So do you, you lost that, someone. that psychics exist at all? Like what about people? No. What about psychics that supposedly help investigations and things like that? And I'd like, like to see that proven. Re really? I feel yeah, like that I don't buy it at all. Where, like they found 
you know, kids that have been missing for five years or... I don't buy it. Really? But what you're talking about, no Jim, I think, is like, is a sensitivity, a certain intuitiveness. Right, yeah. Yeah. The, so people can be more so in tune people, with someone, and so therefore... Oh, hands down. Oh, so you're trying to say... on a little, on a, on a minuscule everyone level... Everyone does. Yes. Then maybe some people can... Dev- I, not that... I, I don't believe that there are like tons and tons of psychics that are that are real but if right. but I do believe there's a possibility that some of them are and maybe they have tapped into something that they you know like Mike focuses on music all the time and he's developed the skill that's gotten so strong and mm-hmm. like maybe if somebody taps into that thing that not everybody always uses all the time they but I, I think the point that Jim's bringing up uh, Deanna is that he doesn't feel like it's a uh, metaphysical thing he Correct. feels like it's a actually scientific Right. Uh, yes. And being sensitive to mm-hmm. uh, other people's emotions. Now, right. maybe that's being psychic. So, right. I guess exactly. the big question that- is, maybe you are psychic, Jim, because you could do that. I am a little bit more on your side. I feel like you. it's very easy, if you know what to look for, how to read people. And like you said, Deanna, it, there's definitely a yeah. way to hone in on it. Right, you can build it like a muscle. Sure. And you practice it, and you, more, you know yeah. more and more... Of oh, this is a clear sign of death. Yeah. This is a clear sign of of a breakup. This is a clear sign of yeah. a, a lack of confidence, and they're looking for love, yeah. or whatever. It's is you, you. Some people are stronger or trained better to tap into that quicker. Where you know people say, oh, they guessed my dog's name, <laughs> and <laughs> you don't understand. Everyone's dog's name Spot and it's Rover. Like a, it's like a party trick. Do you I, know somebody with the name starting with with an S? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Amy, you're you're a psychologist. I don't, but and I and listen and I get it. Some people do they they do it because they say, well, we we help people. I buy that to a degree because some people so desperately need closure that they'll go to a psychic for the closure, uh-huh. and some psychics will. Help them, and you know they say they can talk to the dead. I don't buy that one freaking bit. That's what Houdini was trying to debunk right. because he felt like what these people were doing was preying right. on the poor, of the course, weak, the, the Hands sad, down. And, vulnerable people. And he, yeah. he felt like they were they were like leeches, and he never um, actually. Mike, what are you doing? Stop it. Here, like for instance, <laughs> did I like, tell you? He, he always said, "What I'm doing is a trick." Right. I've never made yeah. an elephant disappear right, right. i've never walked through right. this wall i've magic. never gotten out of this water closet with magic well, i I've, I've used i'm one of the best athletes in the world uh I, I think i'm very intelligent and i feel like some of these people are taking their intelligence and instead of entertaining are actually praying mm-hmm. on the on the people who need it which is yeah is praying like let me ask some uh okay so when my father passed and then my, you know, and then my sister was right after it. There was a time where I really, really had a hard time with my dad passing. I really missed him. And so I'm sitting in my living room one day and I'm meditating, praying, whatever, asking for some type of, and I'm looking for it. At the end of the day, I'm looking for it. And I'm, and I'm, you know, if you're out there, like, what are, you know, is, is, do you, is there existence, blah, blah, blah. So that day, which was a little weird and freaky, as I'm doing it, I hear, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And on my window is a freaking cardinal, right? And he'd, he'd go against the window, and then I'd, I looked, and he'd start going, cheep, 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 cheep. And I thought it was weird that freaking cardinal stayed every day and would start at 6.37 in the morning at his window <laughs> where he where he was living. And then we'd do it all freaking day. So it became a thing. I videotaped him. I put it on Facebook. I said, this is really weird, freaky, blah, blah, blah. So this went on for, let's see, this happened in this is around he died in August I want to say it was around October this went over a year over a year we'd have friends from Florida come they're like your cardinals a pain in the ass <laughs> I would I would look at him not you know 
convince myself that's so stupid that I'm sta- Cardinals are territorial. They're, he sees his reflection. That's why he's tapping on the window. He thinks it's another male. Okay. But then I was in Turks and Caicos uh, last, last March, <laughs> and I had enough of sobbing and bre- I, I would have horrible primal breakdowns. And I finally let him go. I said, this is, you're gone. There's nothing I could do about it. So uh, primal cry. I said, I'm done. I've released you. I'm okay. Came home from the trip. And my father-in-law goes, hey, uh, you know what happened while you were gone? A uh, freaking cardinal disappeared. Wow. So wow. I don't know what that is. It's weird. It's weird. Is that an energy? Is it a bizarre coincidence? Is it a... I don't know. Is it just... I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain right that. But uh, you know, if, if those circumstances... W- would that have existed anyway? Yes. Right. That's you know what I mean? Exact, would yeah. that exist anyway? <laughs> but because I was searching for that at that moment, then boom... And then what threw me off is when I came home, when I let him go, and mm. my father-in-law said that, that that weirded me. I said, oh, my God, that's weird. And now I look for him every day, and he's, he's never come back. Right. But I don't have those horrible, I don't ever have those mm. horrible sobs anymore. Now, remember, remember in the past I told you some weird, t- here's another bizarre, like using the force, all right? This mm. is another wacky doodle one. So the last, I guess because I was playing Long Island, um... I tried to remember this girl's name that I was in a play with. And, um, where is it? So I'm trying to remember her name. And the play was called When You Come Back Red Rider. It was 1985 or 6, 86. And it was the first role I got to star in in a play. Loved it, thought I crushed it. And there was one, I go in there and I have to rough everyone up, blah, blah, blah. And the one, the one girl, I kind of take over and I break her down. I end up giving her a kiss in front of her, hmm. in front of her husband. I like terrorize the whole freaking diner. Hmm. But I could, t- and in the play or? Yeah, in, in the play, in the okay. play. <laughs> and so, good clarification. <laughs> so, with that, with that, um, how I, I was. Just the last two weeks or so, uh, I went, what is that? I started searching for her and the play so I can, I'm like, does anyone have pictures? Does that girl have any pictures from back then? I have no clue. I can't remember her name for nothing. Hmm. So I'm looking up NASA Community College, when you come back, Red Rider, da 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 I keep thinking about it and I keep asking about it, the energies and all that jazz. Maybe she'll come to the show. How cool it'd be. Now, I'm setting up for the shows and they said, you can't sell merch and you can't do meet and greets because there's three shows and we need to turn around the room. So I go, all right, so there's no way I'm going to, unless she reaches out on Facebook or something. So the first show, I have um, some meet and greets. But publicist called call before the show, Amy, and she said, um, this comedian teaches veterans stand-up comedy and wants to know if you can come by and say, say hello to the veterans. I said, I'm not going to have time to stop by. I'm coming in from Maryland, and I have three shows starting at 5 o'clock. If they want to come to the show, I'll give them all tickets, and I'll do a meet and greet after. Great. I set them up. They're excited. I'm excited. I do the second show. Line up for the meet and greet, meeting each veteran. They're amazing. They're all young veterans, they're not old guys. These are all Afghanistan, Iraqi, and they're doing stand-up comedy uh-huh. to like heal themselves and heal the other guys and mm. want to be comics. Brilliant great concept. Great yeah. program. Freaking brilliant. Yeah. Um, and my opener's telling me about the comics. Like, listen, the other guy, he's, he's going to be, he's really big, he's going to be a big fan, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> They call him this and that. I said, okay. He's at the end. He's a big, jolly guy. And he comes walking up. He's like, Jim Brewer, 
I can't, you're, and he was really, he's like, you give off such positive, amazing, uh, your, your comedy is, is, is uplifting and, and your father and everything you do is great energy in the world and blah, blah, blah. Great. What I do for the veteran, I don't even care about the money and I'm not a great comedian, but I love this more than anything and it's all from you and this and that. Oh, great, great, great. And he goes, um, my best friend's wife wanted me to give you this picture. Her name is Kate. And she did some play with you. <laughs> and he shows me the picture. I was like, oh my God. Are you, are you, are you freaking kidding me? And it was the play wow. with the girl that I've been searching for the last two and a half weeks. And then he said, and here's her, here's her email number. And she's a cancer survivor and mm. wanted to know and wanted to tell you she was proud of you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this what? shit happens to you a lot. It does so happen is to that, yeah, you. At least is you're that maybe aware. You, you really put things. I mean, I, you know. huh? Is that magic? Is that what is that? What is that? Because uh, I that I'm starting to do it on a natural basis where I go. I want this. It's not a sell. I just mm-hmm. I need a closure on something, and and I don't know. It's weird. Don't you ask yourself? I mean, you're you're out on Long Island all the time for shows. Yeah, right? and it's been. Decades since yeah. you thought of this place. Like, why now? Why now? I don't know. That was the weird part. That was the really weird part. You posted that picture too, right? Yes. It's a great picture. Yeah, I saw yes. that picture. But it's, it's, like, you say that. it's like asking you shall receive, right? It's like whatever you put your, you ask for and then. Yeah, and I don't right. know why I need but, to see it at that time, why I needed to see her or contact her. So I, I think we've had this uh, discussion before where. Um, I ask you, do you feel like you can predict the future in some way? That's why you, um, that person brought that photo or do you feel like with some power you brought that photo into your life? The latter. Okay. I feel a hundred percent. I brought it in. All right. Well, it makes me think of two stories. I brought, it's like, it's like the force. I, I said, if we can, if there's a chance that the energies can bring this, bring it. And can it, can, it be the other thing? I guess so. I can't argue. I don't know. I'm okay. not. A, uh, well, I have no clue. Again, my brain goes off into what's free will, what's not free will. But um, yeah. to, not to go into that topic. Yeah. But uh, more into there's a lot of explanations, and I don't want to sound like the person that no, doesn't I, believe I, in this tell stuff. Tell me, Joe. But uh, a, a perfect example is yeah. when you spend your life as a mathematician, right? Yeah. You're going to you're going to involve yourself in this life of numbers and very metaphysical concepts and and a perfect example is people there's even a bunch of movies out on it people go bananas about the number 3.1 pi 3.14 right when people do that yeah all of a sudden yes right crazy things happen and it always has something to do with 3.14 now did someone did the the you know gods figure out that that number is in everything, or are people seeing that number in everything because they want to? The History Channel, where the past comes alive. Let me just interrupt for a second because that reminds me of the cocktail party phenomenon, which is like a really well-known social psychology occurrence. We're so attached to our name that. A hundred conversations could be going on at a cocktail party, and if I hear Amy, all of a sudden I'm like, right clued in, right to that conversation. Yeah, but they could have been talking about. I, I've tuned them out, you know, for the hour before, and then I hear Amy, and I'm clued in instantly. Right, you so think if, your name is being said so much more than everyone else's name, well, but that's we not actually, the case. And we actually do hear it because right. our our subconscious is constantly filtering out irre- irrelevant material. Right. But if it's our name, we, we hear it as relevant, so we, we instantly zone in. So if 3.14 is relevant exactly. in, the, in the identity kind of way to a mathematician, then they, they probably hear it, see it, experience it in their environment you know, much more frequently. They're going to the realize, but it, it, it's, 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 it's stuff, though. I don't know. I don't know if it's a name-oriented or, like you're saying, something that you would hyper-focus on once it gets called out. But it's things like all of a sudden you're going to realize that your mom calls you at 314 in the afternoon. 
Then all of a sudden you're going to count your books and you have 314 books in your bookshelf. And all of a sudden you're going to walk to church and you're going to realize that's 314 steps. That's actually from the movie Pi, by the right, way. Right, I get that it bores uh, me. What does that got to do with me uh, being well, a picture? You are not up. making this happen, but you actually thought of, this is what I think. Yeah. You actually thought of a million things. One million things before that moment happened. And one of them happened to be when you were in this play with this girl and you wanted a photo. And lo and behold, it's like you've thought of a billion things for that the last two weeks. True. Right. And yeah. it, not that it came true, but how could it not come true in a way? Not, of all the things that you think of, this is, this is my scientific concept of this. Of all the things that you've thought of, one of them was that thing. All of a sudden... You got that picture and you made this timeline when, in truth, there was a whole lot more stuff wrapped around your days. Or the other way you could say it is like, uh, you thought of a thousand things. The chance of none of them happening exactly. is very hard. Exactly. Bingo. Five of them out of a thousand is probably going to happen. Uh, All right, I would buy that. Probably. I would buy that with the exception of I was obsessed mm-hmm. and I went out of my way to hunt her down. I looked on Facebook. I went on NASA Community College. Mm-hmm. I looked at the plays to find the names. If I could find, I then started thinking maybe she'll show up at the show. So to me, you can explain that all you want. But when that guy showed up, and out of all the pictures, it could have been a did different look, picture. Did you look on Facebook? Yeah. Do you think she saw, wow, Jim Brewer's looking at my Facebook page? Oh, no, I, no, no, no. I couldn't Island. find her because I didn't know her name. Uh, I never found her. I never found her. That, Facebook doesn't work that way anyway. I never found. I, I'm, look, I'm just saying. It, no, no, no. These, I get what you're things, saying. I think these things need to happen. True. It, However, it's. I a don't de- want to take away. And again, the most important not, thing is I don't want to take away any sort but I'm, of I'm telling spiritual you, thing. I'm telling you, you're never going to take away anything what I feel. Good. That's because, important. See, well, that's, that's, that's the sign of someone who's actually... Uh, Credits what they think and believes in themselves, which is important. Hands well, this, down. I have a totally different interpretation. Yeah. But I think it's, I, I don't know if it's strongly associated. It's a little bit further from where Joe's going with yeah. it, but more about like interconnectedness. It's a bit of a stretch in the sense because you hadn't seen her recently and like had no contact with her. I mean, we're talking about years and years between you, but then. 30 years, yeah. Yeah, but. I don't know. See, in in my work, when when I get into a certain rhythm with someone, there's so much that's communicated non-verbally. Like, I've had clients dream about things that are happening to me without having any knowledge it's actually happening. They'll actually dream about things happening to me before it actually happens. I mean, really sort of freaky stuff. And I feel like in some way, whether it's somebody you know on a super personal level or someone you meet, once, but you could even argue like acting with someone at that time in your life is super personal. Um, that there's some something that stays interconnected even when you're not on any sort of verbal or ongoing relationship. Especially for you, because you're in the public. That's what yeah. I mean. Like to yeah. me, you have to look at brainwashing too. Like this this group of people that were in this play with you in Nassau, yeah. they all probably saw your flyers playing the Paramount and went, Oh, sure. I was in a play with him. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. oh let me yeah, no, oh, no, wait no. a minute. Bob <laughs> is is going to hang out with him. And let me give him this photo. And, you know. And, and Kate wants a part in the play. She wants a part in the TV show. Which, which could and, be. Yeah. And again, I, I'm not saying I, I believe in synchronicity, clearly. Like, sure. I, I, I totally, I'm not trying to say I'm this, you know, clinical, I don't believe in anything. Um, You're a historian. I, <laughs> your history, your history channel. Well, one of the reasons, and you have to deal with this all the time. Is this yeah, all pretty, the history channel? Don't you love how Joe just throws out words like brainwashing? Like, <laughs> so no, because Jim knows. Jim thinks it's brainwashing. I know he thinks it's brainwashing. No, he when you see uh, an ad over and over again, I mean, oh, that's yeah. a, it's brainwashing. brainwashing. You know what? You know what we're I think? About here. You know what I think? I mean, I really think this. I was talking to a good buddy of mine. He's a young. He's actually a rabbi. And we're talking about this very thing. I mean, to me, the fundamental question gets to be now, like, is it random? So is there chaos? And, and he's talking about this old rabbi says, what faith is, is taking chaos and, and, and there's chaos in cosmos. There's a coherence 
And I think a lot of what Jim talks about, and I relate to in that sense, is sort of an awareness, a sensitivity, uh, 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 an ability to take in and, and to see things a little differently or maybe see connections, which I think are important because to be honest, some people call it a moment of grace. Some people might call it a synchron- you know, it's Jungian synchronistic moment. I would, you know, I would call it a moment of something, something of grace maybe, this where music has been for me or, or something. These are moments of real poignance that you pay attention to. I can't prove anything from it, but I think we all have them. And to be honest, I don't know what faith, if you can't see that in the the smile of a child, if you're going to talk about God, if you can't see it in that, then God is a ridiculous concept to me. You know what I mean? It's this coherence and beauty here that you have to start paying attention to. And without that, you know, you're stuck, I think, you know, then then it's, it's chaos, it's randomness. See, sorry, I, I just went. I through. believe. No, yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> sorry, I'm the face of a child. I think, I I think also too, like we're talking about before, like it's almost like a muscle you can build. Like the more you pay attention yes. to it, or the more you like you really to. tune in, it, it's like whatever you call it, God, the universe, energies, it. It's, it's it like lets you know it's taking care of you. Or like well, I, like and it's, it's a conversation. And kids, that's why when I work with kids or hang on. I want to nurture that sense of creativity, imagination so deeply because what happens is we lose that. It gets beaten out of us, our ability to see and feel and, and sense things. We think we become rational creatures, and we do. Nowadays? We, I just think that I, I don't think know, it's. Maybe when like, my parents were. Maybe not now. I don't know. I mean. Well, I, what Bill is saying, I, I connect to, and co- it reminds me of two stories. One is serious, one is more comical. <laughs> but um, the year after my dad died, my mom also similarly like kind of was like, I need I need to feel connected. Like I need a sign that he's okay. Like kind of just put that energy out there and was like, whatever, you know, whatever you need to do or say, like just show me you're okay. And so um, they were married, my, my mom and dad were married for about 20 years. And when they got married, when they moved into our home, they planted a rose bush in the front yard and it, it never did anything. Like it, it was there for all those years, but it never bloomed a flower. And th- that year it bloomed a rose. So it was mm. kind of like, whoa, you yeah. know, could it be, I don't know, a freak of nature? There were five warming? million thoughts. <laughs> well, this is a billion flowers <laughs> and buds. <laughs> well, this is the and problem with that. On this yeah. particular Wait, did, 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 thing, three years later, the bud Joe's finally came out. that idea right now. Well, that beautiful idea, 3.14. Well, I think what Jim's saying also is like, when you say, what is that? When you say like, what is that? What is making that happen? The hard part about it is there is the part where something you may make something happen but there also is coincidence so how do you differentiate between which one is which and it's a little bit of this if i throw a basic simple action reaction i throw the rock in the puddle it starts rings those rings wouldn't existed unless i threw that i went and Bing. he's not saying he knows okay, what it is. He put a thought but, out. Uh, that, but Jim's not in. saying he knows what it is. He's saying, he's right. saying, what is that? Right, I know. That's right. what he keeps saying. He's Let's, asking the question. Yeah. He, you see, he's no not one, saying. No one's ever going to have an answer. Right. right. Well, I mean, but well, to be open to the question is important. Look. And this is no. my point is, science and technology has a lot to tell us, but poets have a lot to tell us too. Of course. Right. You know? True. I, I, I think uh, when you have the, the, the great uh, connect is when you actually have Art and science and poetry combining. That's what I'm in. When, sex. when you actually put it all together, <laughs> when it actually represents something that is powerful, that is religious, yeah. and and that should be the capability of Beauty, every yeah. artist, or at least the goal, is is to do that. However, there, I'm not saying there's a scientific reason for anything. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to be questioning every single action that happens like that because you're going to find in a lot of cases you're going to be looking inward at yourself to see what is actually going on with you. And lo and behold, it actually has some sort of connection to what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. Now, when you say throwing the stone into the lake and they're having – I didn't want to get into this, but you just said it. Throwing the stone into the lake and doing the ripples. (laughs) Do you think you had the free will to do that? Oh, I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, I'm just saying there's nothing in the pond. It's flat. 
I, in order to make something, I had to throw a stupid pebble, a pebble in so I could watch rings what, go. What's Joe saying is who threw the pebble that made you throw the pebble? Yeah, exactly. And my answer is who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good enough answer. Amy says every five times a day to Joe. Amy and says that to Joe. Who gives, gives a shit? A Amy shit. says that to herself every hour with her patients. We're going we to analyze. Uh, uh, Joe, you before think yourself I farted, into a puddle, Why did I fart? And was it me who farted or was the gas there? Someone <laughs> stick my ass out a certain way because the fart was coming. And, I mean, so we you know, were talking we go about, on and on. Wait, wait, you gotta let me jump in. Yeah, because, she didn't get to finish her. So yeah, my sorry. second Look story. Look at you. <laughs> Deanna, this what? is great. Deanna's Because at one point, Deanna couldn't like get a word in and I feel like I went up to you and was like, Deanna, you, did. you gotta break through. You and did. let me tell you something, when I said that, uh-huh. Your face kind of scared me because you were like, oh, it's on. <laughs> and you've been doing really well at that, like stopping people Let Amy from... Talk. Good. I think Deanna has to be recognized. You want for... your own HBO special? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joe. Joe. 3-1.4. Okay. Joe, Joe. Wait till now, I tell did you. Did you pick up the pebble? <laughs> Joe. Was the pebble there to be thrown and wait, you wait till I tell you threw it in the pond. Wait till okay, I tell you and it started ripples. <laughs> Joe, Joe, whenever you want to cut someone off, you should just credit the person who just talked yeah, oh, to them. Oh, that's exactly what I did. I just didn't want Amy to talk that old time. Amy. Take seven. Amy, please. Joe, wasn't ahead. enough you were on the Jumbotron yesterday? I, well, that's oh, what I was gonna Seriously. Right. I was gonna turn it all around to. Alright, hold on, hold on. Okay, so my my other story related to this which goes back to this question of i guess what is it right or the the rock that that creates the ripples this this actually happened so a client came in and i had been teaching him self-compassion and compassion meditation so like there's a whole bunch of meditations loving kindness meditations and you just you sit and you kind of silently to yourself wish well for others. So if I wanted to wish well to Deanna in my nightly meditation, I could just think to myself, you know, may Deanna be healthy, may she be happy. And this particular guy I'm working with has a hard time like in crowded places and on the subways. I'm like, this is a great place for you to use it. You could be sitting there like headphones on, you know, totally unassuming and just have these nice positive thoughts. You could pick random people. And so, <laughs> I just remembered this story. Go ahead. So he comes in the next week, and he's like, "So I I tried that thing you taught me." <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, tell me about it. So he's like, "Well, so I'm it's on the train home, and I picked this nice guy. Or this guy who's like standing up at the pole in the middle of the subway, and I thought to myself, like, you know, may this guy be happy and healthy. And the next thing, he trips." <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and he dies in front of the tree. <laughs> I was like, I totally put myself in this guy's shoes. Now I was be like, I would be on the other side of the car going, I made that happen. <laughs> he goes, That's he literally funny. goes, do you think I did something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's pretty funny. Well, now now you're in the world of almost the way we think that oh, if God. we don't move, then the guy will hit the ball. Right. And, yep. and right. it was because you walked from there to there and you screwed my energy up. That's why he struck out. Don't uh-huh. step on and the cracks. cracks. Yeah, I, do the, I used to yeah. do the cracks a lot, like walking and not do. stepping on cracks. Cracks and stuff do. like that. Well, that's classic kind of obsessional <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking, yeah. right? Yeah. Compulsive thinking. All right, well, my head is spinning, Mike, and this is all very exhausting. <laughs> well, one, one, one thing I have oh. to mention that happened that happened to me yesterday. <laughs> oh, God. Is this a long story? No, no, this is good. This is funny. This is actually pretty good. keep going. I'm going to keep But I think you're going to like this, Jim. I might actually full circle this whole thing. Okay. Oh, boy. So yesterday, uh, my lovely wife, as I put on Instagram, uh, gave me VIP tickets to the Islanders against the Devils at the Barclay Center, mm-hmm. right? And um, we went, and it's actually awesome. It's like it's almost like having your own desk with seats, and they bring food and drinks, oh, and yeah. it's really nice, and it's like really directly over the ice, and it was a lot of fun, and Islanders won, and all of a sudden, this guy walks up to me <laughs> with a camera. And he goes, would you be willing to do a lookalike thing for the Jumbotron? A celebrity lookalike. Celebrity lookalike thing for the Jumbotron. So I'm no fool. I sit there and I go, 
I turned to Amy and I turned to the two friends we were with and I was like, look, guys, this is going to be bad. Right, <laughs> like they're gonna. They're, age, not, they're yeah. not saying George Clooney, right? This right, right. Like, like even the <laughs> friends Jamie. I was with, they said maybe Jon Snow, and I was like, no, <laughs> it's not gonna be the the, the Game of Thrones guy. Do you uh, know Jon Snow? <laughs> some, okay. yeah, some people have come up to me and said that, but however, I was sitting there going, "It's not good." Yeah, this is so. There's two that I always think of that. People come up to me and say, and often. Who? Wait, before you say it, does anybody have, well, you, everybody else but Jim knows. Do you have any guesses who the, I had no I idea. I have zero clue. Yeah, me I either. had no idea. And the woman said, I was trying to get her to tell me. No clue. And the woman was like, how do you not know? And I was like, Joe? Yeah. So I have, I have actually, mind you, I have my hair out. Melissa McCarthy. Besides, <laughs> <Yeah>. wow. Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow. <laughs> Brad Pitt. <laughs> Besides Tony Iommi. <laughs> okay. True. Yeah. See, I, again, that's that's very nice, I think. Thank you. Um, and I actually didn't think this was that bad, but I kind of knew what it was. Um, so they kept going, okay, take off your glasses. So I took off my glasses. And then they were like, can you puff your hair out a little? So it was a little staged, too. So I had my <laughs> hair out, and uh, lo and behold, he's telling me when it's going to happen, and all of a sudden, it goes on. Right, he, and I'm supposed to be looking at the camera, and I'm staring directly at the camera. And before before he gives me the red light, I turn and I say, "I think it's going to be Hagrid from um, Harry Potter, that big guy, Hagrid from Harry Potter." Oh! And lo and behold, I oh, turn, no. I do this like dance, and boom, boom, up <laughs> on the stage, <laughs> on the jumbotron, <laughs> on the jumbotron. It was. Awesome. Oh my god! It was so awesome. The place go crazy. Oh yeah! They, first off, they started dying, and then they started playing ACDC. <laughs> so I got up and I started like <laughs> doing the metal horns and everything. It, it was awesome. It was great. Like That's when great. when the jumbotron thing came up, you heard like the whole place <laughs> laugh because they were like, oh! and then it's like I started going like uh, like I was like lifting up my shirt, showing the Islanders thing, right. and I was like dancing around. And <laughs> it, it was it was great. It, it was great. But full circle. I think we started talking about magic because I came in talking about that story about oh. Hagrid. So when you see, Harry and Potter this is the connection the I mean. It was that was oh. that magic that that whole thing happened so we could have this podcast. Four, yeah. three, point one, four, <laughs> pebble in the pond. <laughs> but what was also adorable that I have to mention is Amy kept running to the girl and the camera guy going. He is kind of famous. <laughs> and I was like, wow, really? that is a wonderful Imagine she, she said, he, you look like the bassist in the loud and rowdy. <laughs> Have you ever seen the music video for Thrash called Thrash? <laughs> but the guy, the guy totally, he was like, Jim Brewer, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that is. It was so funny. Amy, you're a very nice woman. Right? But it, it, and also my friends, too, for saying Jon Snow. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, I, I get Hagrid and I get the main character in the new Lord of the Rings a lot. Wow. The uh, Oaken Shield or something like that his name is. <laughs> I get those nutso. two a lot, but that was fun. <laughs> that was funny. That is awesome. So wait, hey, um, have you checked out deepdiscount.com? Go Let me see. Rent, I mean, go buy Harry Potter. Go buy and Harry you Potter. And see Joe Vigliotti. Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. They're a big supporter of our show and a great site to find a ton of cool stuff without spending a lot of money. DeepDiscount.com. CDs, vinyl, DVDs, Blu-rays, video games, collectibles, and more. You'll find everything you're looking for. Incredible low prices. And this right now, save even more during Deep Discount's metal sale. Ooh, That's yes. right. Metal music is on sale right now at DeepDiscount.com. You'll save even more on their already slashed prices, including... Their biggest title of the past, of the week, past life, Unwill at deepdiscount.com. The name says it all. Everything is deeply discounted, and you'll find new music releases. This week, check out The Broken by New Jersey's own Youth in Revolt with sinister rips and heavy breakdowns, and this five-piece rock band delivers on their 2017 debut album. Get your copy now for a really great price at deepdiscount.com. Huge supporter of our show. Go check out 
deepdiscount is like my new Amazon. Yeah, me too. Like I go on that site and I I, I like start like scrolling. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't have this. You know, what's funny is a lot of things I, I look at and I realize, wait a minute, I only had this on tape. I don't have this right. on CD, so I actually like buy it. So it's <laughs> yeah. all music. It's just music. Is no, they have no, t-shirts. No, 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 no. They have, they have DVDs and t-shirts. Is it cheaper than Amazon? Oh, it's got to be. The, the stuff yeah, that a lot I've of gotten, stuff is yeah, cheaper than I think Amazon. The stuff yeah. that I get is like weird. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's usually not that expensive at all. And, <laughs> is it Pi the movie? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Joe, Great movie, that. by the way. I'm, I'm so happy I got the quote. It makes hey, it sound Joe, like I'm intelligent. Meaningless piece of bullshit just showed up at the front door. <laughs> right. So glad I married you. <laughs> <laughs> Happily ever after. <laughs> that is awesome. Jim, can you did can you I didn't hear the Nikki Six interview. Can you tell us about it? Please. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, now, hold on, checking out our Pandora, huh? Last week, last week on Pandora, I get uh, each week for some reason Pandora sends me of like who's listening to Loud and Rowdy, right? Mm-hmm. And last week I think it said listener zero. <laughs> 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 Not even one of us was listening. No. That's horrible. I guess we don't have our own station yet. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, play stuff like Jim Brew and the Loud and Rowdy. <laughs> it's just silent. I think it was so like that. Joe has his own show and he won't even play us. Right. <laughs> However, this week we got added on 130 stations. We went up. Ooh. To nine thousand something listeners, cool. and track spins were up to twenty thousand. Oh, do you think awesome. that had to do with Nikki Six? Or did you? I think it went to do with to uh, the train cruise I just went on. Ooh. Awesome! Yeah, I mutilated two theater shows, and I did two completely one hours, and I don't know which hour was better than the other. It was. And the theater I played in is the biggest theater you could play, and it's just you couldn't get in there. Yeah. Both shows you couldn't get in. Nice. That's great. Where was so, this? Wow. Uh, they went to, we left out of Tampa. It was four nights. Wow. Nice. Um, cool. Michael Franti is my new favorite artist ever. He's the guitarist. Check him out. Anyone, no, uh, he's his own. He's a very cool, like a, I saw him, bare feet. Yes. Is yes. he reggae? He is very indie. He's a very loving piece. Yes, he? he's full he's nice, blown. A lot of good zone. Love piece. Uh, the, the guy is. I saw him in Times Square. He, I went You're to kidding concert. me. This summer, my buddy's like, he goes, my wife's like, my buddy, uh, Tony's like, let's go to the Always thing. barefoot. He had an extra ticket. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to this theater in Times Square. And I go, isn't that him? He's like literally on the corner <laughs> two hours before the show with his acoustic guitar playing in his bare feet in Times Square. Wow. I'm like, wow, this guy's really committed. Wait, no, he's in committed. Times Square, he's bare feet. He's, yeah, he's like he's, he walks around barefoot everywhere. I would, I would just buy Coke bottles and smash them at his no, feet. He's, he's, <laughs> just to let him go anywhere. He's he's exactly what he's saying. Yeah. yeah, just no need for anything else. But there's a crazy and, man that looks like Hagrid. No, he's a real. Yeah, he's, at my feet. he's a biracial kid adopted, very right. open, very loving. Very, I mean, yes. Uh, to be honest, when I was at the show, it's like so. It's like, can, can I have some distance now, Michael? I need some space. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I made a joke to my friend. Is he going to come up in our car after we leave? Like, hey, I got another song. Yeah, yeah, like he goes in the audience. He came oh, home hey, with hey. Bill. He comes and he dances with you and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's got a good heart, it seems like. You know? No, I, Was I, he like, Bill, what size shoe are you by any chance? <laughs> he's got... He's a big man. And he's got big, crazy feet. <laughs> That's why he can't find shoes to wear. So you're hanging with him? He's got some... Uh, yeah, a little bit with him, a little bit with um i don't know there was uh, arrested development they're really good oh cool um yeah it was train of course was amazing and that's great he asked me pat monahan asked me to uh be in a video uh i guess they're making a music video hopefully he'll that's great pull through on that that'd be mm, pretty that's sick awesome. off nice. the new album that's great so what was uh nikki was six nikki six nikki six okay <laughs> so I'm doing an interview with Nikki Six on um, what is it called? Six Cents, is it? Yeah, or? Six Cents, but it's uh, iHeartRadio. Okay, or Six AM. Which he's one? syndicated? Six AM is a band name. Okay, okay. So he calls <laughs> and he's like, "You know, Jim, uh, what, what's the?" Now he's very laid back, very, very LA. 
Mm-hmm. Very California. I think that's where he's from. Uh-huh. At least that's what he sounds like. He's very talks a little slower, and you know, tries to be funny. Mm-hmm. He's kind of got a sense of humor. Tries to be. No, no, no. He's, 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 yeah, that's, that's tries to be phrase. funny. Can we ask he's who's not. funnier, oh, him or? Funny. That's good. <laughs> Go ahead, him or who? Him or. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I'll cut that out. I'll cut it no, out. No, no, you have to keep it. Leave it. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Um, <laughs> that's cute. You're trying to be funny. That's great. <laughs> Scott's, oh, you got your little radio show trying to make some jokes. And stuff. Scott's energy is a lot higher. Uh-huh. I'll tell you that. Um, so yeah, he was asking about Metallica, and then we, then we, then I tapped into his sense of humor. He's, he's he was talking about Jersey, big hair, and. You know, people big hair and blah blah. blah. Yeah, you know, really big ZD nights. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't really exist much anymore. But so I went along with funniness, and we're talking about Metallica and why I think uh, they get shafted and all this jazz and blah blah blah. And then um, before we were done, he's like, "Thanks for coming." I said, "I'm glad we had this conversation because um, dum da dum dum." <laughs> Um, I go, uh, you, you know, you called me a twat. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is a phoner or in person? No, it's a phoner. Okay. All right. And he went like this. <laughs> he, he paused and then he, and then he giggled and he went, it's such a funny word. <laughs> He goes, it's such a funny word. It's a twat. He goes, backing up. And she goes, up. and the co-host goes, I can't believe you just admitted to that. <laughs> you just admitted that you called him a twice. Like, it was like a year ago. Did he remember? Twenty <laughs> so much different then. Did he remember why? We didn't go into why. Okay. You should have told him. And I was, well, I was. I was feeling him out. Right, right, right. Um, and what I got from it was he really, he was just like, I honestly don't even remember that. Yeah. He goes, um, I, every April, I'm like, Did really? Ever? <laughs> you know, he he played it off like, mm. like, yeah, man, that just, don't take what I say seriously. Right, and, right, right, right. And that's the way I took it. And, and I didn't, um, you know, I wasn't mad, but I I definitely made sure that hey, um, you did call me a twat. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Are we all kind of glad he called you a twat because yeah, it was pretty funny? We, it was really funny. <laughs> but it, it's also what I what I find very amusing is that he, like you said, probably doesn't remember doing it. But Not really, he but. probably like got that information from you and went, yeah, that's something I would say. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, and that's if you got to listen to the interview, that's exactly what it sounded like, Joe, because he paused and then he went, <laughs> like he, and he went, I always use that went, word. It's such a funny word. Why? So, yeah, and I was going to go into the whole reason why, but I didn't want to rehash right, 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 right. the yeah, whole no. Brian Johnson thing and all that jazz. And yeah. so, so that was a shibigo. So that's how the uh, Nikki Six thing went. Uh, Everything was cool. And, um, you did know, you- after that interview, his co host, like the second the air, it was off air, she was probably like, What the F? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would you call Jim Brewer twat? <laughs> and then have him on the show <laughs> <laughs> because you forgot. <laughs> yeah, would you think he forgot? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? He starts blaming her. This is your fault. You're you should have known I would have called him. I can't a twat. believe he brought that up. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. You think that. I'm not yeah. going to bring it up? Calling me a twat. <laughs> By the way, he called me a twat about a year ago. <laughs> We should get a sound bite of that. So we better now? He was was probably like, who are we talking to? Like five minutes later. Oh, that's another thing, too. It is probably like one of his favorite words. He was let, for some reason, went to Jay-Z. And we started just laughing. Oh, because of the uh, Emmys and how big Jay-Z and Mm -hmm. how big Beyonce. Like, Jay-Z's a, that man built an Empire. Empire. Mm-hmm. He's got a coliseum. Mm-hmm. Enough said. And so we were kind of laughing at Our that. Parkways, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and we were kind of laughing at that and how he goes, how, you know, 
He goes, do you think they really care what you think or what Nikki Six? I'm a, he goes, I'm dandruff in his hair. <laughs> I said, I'm a grain of salt. In a... It was cool. It was, yeah. it was fine. He's did definitely you talk, laid back. Did you talk a lot on it or no? Well, yeah, a little bit. He, he talks a lot too. He, t- he talks a lot too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was all right. It was good. It was fine. Yeah. That's cool. Set up an interview with someone. Don't let him talk. <laughs> yeah. You needed uh, Deanna to interrupt Nikki. About, you know, there's about two... I can tell you right now, There's there's been about... Including him. Uh-huh. One, two, three people that I would say in my entire career of doing radio that talk a lot. Yeah. Like where it's like, are you <laughs> why did I why am make I this time? What are we doing here? There's about three of them and I would never mention their names. But uh, one of them's Nikki Six. <laughs> but yeah. Except one name Nikki. But I wasn't I wasn't one of them likes to use I didn't the word. take Nikki as uh you know, as pompous or right, right, right. or anything like that. Where the other two mm. I can clearly say like these two are so Full of themselves, right? It's like, why do you have anyone on? Because it's always just all about. <laughs> I get it's your show, but I learned something from Howard Stern, where Howard was all about every interview. You should make it all about that person, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you put in your little thing, but always bring it back to bring as much out as that person as you can. Mm. And uh, I know Howard credits himself a lot for that, like on his show, but. Rightfully so, because I hear a lot of people that are supposed to be great interviewers. Mm-hmm. And, yes, um, they're terrible. They, yeah, they they basically finish the other person's sentence, and yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, that's let them say the sentence, and right. you know, he he should get a lot of credit because he does give great interviews. It, sure, it's, it's interesting. Absolutely. It's like you actually like hearing it. Yeah, and Godzilla <laughs> believes so too, right. and that's what here. <laughs> it sounds like a cat, but that is a dog. <laughs> that was, a, that was <laughs> Zilla. Yeah, yeah, it was Godzilla. What's the matter, like Zilla? She can throw her voice. What's the matter? She's been taking acting classes. You guys are Everyone good? I'm still working on um, dates and all that jazz. Awesome. And um, you know, as time comes in, we'll figure it all out. Cool. Sounds good. Game plan is still on on the move, so we'll catch up next week, and uh, we should do another. Uh, we should do another sitcom show next week. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> Alex has a great one. Great. Then let's yeah. do that next week. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for listening to The Metal to Me. I'm Jim Brewer. And for Joe and Deanna and Bill, Dr. Amy and Mike, see you. Peace. <laughs> Bye.